Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 282. I am coming to you this evening, and it is evening. It is not quite midnight. It is a little bit later recording this than I wanted to. I wanted to get this started about maybe 11.15 or so. The problem was that the Red Sox and the Yankees were playing. I'm a big Red Sox fan. It was the opportunity this evening for the Red Sox to clinch in the Bronx. Sox were up 5-4-1 to one through most of the game. Ninth inning, things got tight. Bottom of the ninth, Yankees ended up scoring two runs. It was 4-3, to three, and the Red Sox won just a moment ago. And as much as I wanted to record this and get to bed, I couldn't end up not hearing the end of an exciting game. So that's what I was doing. I also feel like another end is coming. I'm sitting here tonight on my screened-in back patio porch, one of my favorite places to be, to record this podcast and just to be in general. And... Although it has been hot this week, and we might get another warm day tomorrow with highs in the 80s, today it was in the upper 80s, change is a common. In fact, it looks like fall will hit us on Thursday, and there goes the seasonal heat. So, you know, I can't complain. I am watching the reports on the hurricane bearing down on the Florida Panhandle, which is exactly where my daughter and I vacationed this past summer and um, just really am keeping those people in my thoughts and prayers as they prepare for what looks to be just a terrible, terrible storm. So I can't complain that within the next 24 hours, the temperature is likely to drop mm, 30 degrees or so, and I might have to call it quits out here for at least a while until you know, maybe springtime, but I am in the present and today, this past day, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I'm glad you're here with me whenever it is, wherever you are to hear about it. So my God presence moment of the day was this evening and it was watching my son perform. Now, this is my son who is a senior, and I got to be honest, I am having a really hard time remembering that these are his last times. This is his last fall choir concert, and we will be approaching other lasts, and eventually there will be his last day in high school, not that many months from now. And I know at some point, I'm going to feel pretty sad about it and emotional about it because it is the passing of an era. Having both of my children in K-12 schools. And I, um, I think I'll be feeling that later. But tonight it was just enjoyment. And he did a really good job in the concert. I am so proud of him. He is really becoming a not just a a good singer, but a very engaged singer and a singer who looks like he's having a good time while he's up there singing. Uh, He even had a little solo in one of the songs and his group just sounded 
great. His choir just sounded really, really good. Especially with one song they did. It was um, a je- it was called, um, I think, The Lament of Jeremiah. It was based on uh, the prophet Jeremiah and one of his laments. And it was just very, very powerful with multiple voices. And I, it's hard to describe, but it, it just gave me chills hearing it and getting a good view of watching him singing it. Um, about two-thirds of the way through, I realized, man, I should have been recording this. And unfortunately, it's kind of too late to start at that point. But it was um, very impressive and very enjoyable. And I was um, reminded of the power of choral music when, after we got home, my son and I were were having dinner together. And um, this morning, this was funny, this morning as he was getting ready to get out the door for school. My wife and I were talking with him about a song from the 1980s that has really made a comeback, a resurgence. And I think I might have mentioned this uh, a a week ago when I was at my uh, chaperoning, my homecoming dance at the school where I teach. And um, it was the fact that they played the song Africa by Toto, the band, and um, the kids knew every word. Everybody was singing and dancing, and they really were into it. So my wife and I were talking with my son about this song this morning, and I was reminded of a just really amazing video, viral video, of course, of a choir, I think it's in Los Angeles, um, a large choir, maybe 150 voices or so, doing an amazing version of Africa. Uh, with singing and multiple parts, of course, and and just doing, making sound effects that really sound like rain with snapping and clapping and other things. So I'm going to post that video. You really have to watch it, especially if you like that song, because it's truly, truly amazing. And I, again, I was reminded of the power of the human voice in choirs and how there can be individual voices, solos that are amazing and incredible, arias and operas, for example. Yet, when you get multiple voices together, harmonizing and singing in different parts or rounds or layers, it becomes, the whole becomes greater than the sum of the parts. And, and I, I think I experienced that with my son's own singing tonight in, in the choir, and then also in this amazing video of this choir singing Africa by Toto. So it was a God presence moment in in just hearing and experiencing God through song, through groups, through community, singing, and making, raising one voice, not to praise God explicitly, God's word, God's name, I don't think was invoked, maybe in the Jeremiah song perhaps, but I think we can praise God in amazing ways, even if we're not mentioning God's name. And I felt and heard that praise of God today. So I conclude this. What music have you heard recently that inspired you? Music that really uplifted you? Music that you sang, perhaps, or listened to, or heard, performed? that really helped you to experience the presence of God. As always, I appreciate your being here. We'll see where I am recording from tomorrow night. 
Blessings and peace.